were coming for blood You could try and take us With the gladiators If you wanna rage The secret is Chapter 17 I drifted up to the surface, showing just my nostrils and my eyes above water. I breathed out and refilled my lungs with fresh air. The dolphins did the same, blowing out through the holes in the backs of their heads and sucking in fresh air. In the few seconds before I dived again, I saw Jeremy Jason standing on the back of the boat. He had a huge, fierce grin on his face. He was pointing and laughing like a fan at a boxing match. Something he yelled drifted to me on the breeze. Is he awesome or what? He was referring to Visser 3. He had just watched the Visser shed his human form, meld into his stolen Andalite body, then morph into a fearsome beast from some far distant planet. And his reaction to it all was admiration. I felt cold fury. What kind of human being would sell out his own species? Enjoy the show while you can, I sneered silently. It may not end the way you expect. I sank back beneath the choppy waves, down and down. And then I saw it. Him. Visser Three. It was a bizarre morph. Like nothing on Earth, that's for sure. It looked like a vast, bright yellow stingray like a living pancake, flat and oblong. It sort of flew through the water by slowly flapping its sides. There were two stock-mounted eyes on top, and two long, trailing antennae below. All along its back, it had spears. They were lined up flat. You know how a fighter jet has missiles tucked up under the wings? That's how it held the spears, only they were on top, but all neatly in a row, facing forward. The spears, there must have been twenty of them, were each as long as a broom handle, and just about as thick. They had irregular striping, yellow and green and bits of blue. It was probably camouflage back on the home planet of the Lubton javelin fish, but here, in Earth's oceans, it seemed gaudy and too bright. It flew through the water, faster than my crocodile could ever have moved, but faster too than the dolphins or the shark. Fast, Jake said. Yep, I agreed. Probably not all that agile, though, he suggested. No, it will be slow in a turn. I've changed my mind, Axe said. I do not think I want to see a Lubton javelin fish. I glanced left. Axe was holding position there. Beyond him was Jake. Cassie was on my right. The javelin fish was now just a hundred feet away. I could only pray I wouldn't start morphing again. Then, the javelin fish, Visser Three, began to swell up. It seemed to inflate like a balloon. It slowed. Slowed. Shroom! A spear fired from the javelin fish's mouth. Like a rocket, it lanced through the water. I didn't have time to even think about dodging it. Ah! The spear went through my tail, near the base. Pain shot up my spine. Blood billowed into the water around me. My blood. I looked down. 
The spirit was still there, piercing my scales. All I could do was stare at it. It seemed ridiculous. It was just stuck right through me. Rachel! Ha ha! Visser 3 exulted. It works! I just acquired this morph, and look how well it performs! I looked at Visser 3. One of the spears stored on his back rolled neatly into a flap. Then he began to swell again, ready to fire another spear. Look out! Move! Move! Jake howled in our heads. But I couldn't move. My tail was paralyzed. I wanted to charge the alien creature, but I could barely move at all. Phew! The second spear flew straight for Cassie, but her dolphin morph was too fast. She kicked hard and the spear missed by millimeters. No, she had been hit. I could see the cut across the back where the spear had opened the flesh. I'm okay! I'm okay! She cried. She'd been lucky. A split second slower and she would have been impaled. The javelin fish was still rushing at us. I rolled onto my back, pale belly up. Jake, back off! Get out of here! It's too fast! You have to split up and hope you lose him! I'm not leaving you! You have to. I'll play dead. And if he comes close enough... He hesitated, but only for a second longer. Split up! Run for it! I'm not leaving Rachel! Cassie cried. Cassie, you have to! I said. Now! Get out of here or we'll all be dead! Visitor 3 flew toward us, gliding swiftly through the water. I saw a new spear roll into the flap. He began to swell, sucking in the water he used to propel the spear. He's getting ready again! You guys, get out of here! Cassie and Jake and Axe all wheeled sharply away, each heading off in a different direction. Shroom! The spear raced after Axe! He was a hundred feet away and moving at full shark speed, for the spear gained swiftly. Now Axe, now! I yelled. He swerved right, and the spear blew past. Thank you, Rachel! Axe said. The visitor hesitated. Ah, splitting up, eh? Well, that will only affect the order in which I kill each of you. What have I heard the human children say? Ah, yes. Eeny, meeny, miny, moo. I almost said, it's mo, you jerk. Mo, not moo. But I had slightly more sense than that. I just lay there, hanging in the water, belly up, looking dead and trying not to feel a pain from the spear in my tail. Go after Cassie, I begged silently. Go for Cassie, you disgusting creature. If the visitor went after Axe, he would pass too far from me to reach. The same if he chased Jake. Only Cassie would bring him near me. Visitor 3 flapped his water wings. I grinned a crocodile grin. He came closer, closer, then, he slowed and began to swell. Larger and larger he grew, like an overfilled balloon. And closer and closer he came. Ten feet. Five. Two. Twelve inches. Close enough. I jerked every muscle in my powerful crocodile body. My head thrust forward. My jaws opened wide.
and I bit down. I definitely bit down. Did you know a crocodile has the most powerful jaws in the animal kingdom? Did you know they can practically crush rocks with their jaws? I clamped that long, toothy crocodile jaw down on the left wing of the fisher's javelin fish. And then... Poof! Swoosh! It was like biting into a water balloon. The inflated javelin fish exploded. All the water I had sucked in to fire the next spear went blasting out through the hole I had made. And that Lebton javelin fish learned a whole new way to fly. It squirted wildly through the water, blasting up through the surface, arced through the air like a sick dolphin, and landed far away with a loud, satisfying splash. And the whole time, we heard Visitor 3 through Thoughtspeak crying, I relaxed a little then, although relaxing just made me notice the pain in my tail. A dolphin came nosing up to me. Hey, it's me, Marco. I'm here to save the day. I actually laughed. Just in time, Marco. Just in time. Chapter 18 Allergy Axe said. You acquired some animal you're allergic to. It happens sometimes. This out-of-control morphing is an allergy? I have an allergy? To what? What's the last animal you acquired? Cassie asked. Then she answered her own question. The crocodile. You must be allergic to crocodiles. We were in the safety of the woods out beyond Cassie's farm. It was a little area we went to fairly often for privacy. Axe needed to morph back to his own body. And Tobias. Well, Tobias needed to hunt dinner before it got dark. As we all talked, Tobias waited in an overhead branch. We were on the edge of a small, grassy meadow. A meadow full of mice. Tobias kept his laser vision focused on the tall grass of the meadow. The others were all glaring at me. Except Cassie, of course, who was just shaking her head. She felt she'd made a mistake letting me keep my secret. You're saying because I acquired that crocodile, I lost control of my morphing powers? Not all control. Just some. It's... It's like when you humans suddenly start making violent exhalations through your nostrils and shout, Achoo! Sneezing. You're saying I've been sneezing. Ha! Tobias said. He opened his wings and swooped out across the grass, just a few feet above the ground. He flared suddenly, raking his talons forward, and for a few seconds disappeared from sight. And another mouse bites the dust, Marco commented. Yes, Rachel, Axe said. You've been having an allergic reaction to the crocodile DNA. So what do I do? Is there some medicine I can take or something? No medicine. At least none that humans could create. But there is a process. Something that happens naturally in these cases. At least it happens to Andalites. It's called Hereth Elint. That sounds poetic, Cassie said. A literal translation would be something like burping DNA. Now that's poetry, Marco said, laughing. 
Since we have no mouths, we don't have phrases like spitting out or vomiting up. Hareth is what we say instead. Even Jake smiled. How does Rachel do it, this process? He asked Axe. The offending DNA will eventually be expelled from your system. You can't control when it happens. You just have to be careful, especially since this crocodile is a dangerous creature. Sounds easy enough, I said. I'm always careful. It isn't easy. See, you basically have to morph the animal while you retain your own body. You have to create a whole living animal out of the excess matter floating in zero space. I looked at Axe. Excuse me? Until the Hereth Elint begins, you can control some of the symptoms by remaining very calm and unemotional. The out-of-control morphing in the water happened when you were upset or emotional. I shrugged. I was mad because that jerk Jeremy Jason McTrader was betraying his fans. Not to mention his entire species, yeah. And you said a similar thing happened when you were in Chapman's office, where you were afraid. I nodded. Uh-huh. I mean, not like I was afraid afraid, just sort of nervous afraid. And the first time, when you morphed inside your house, what emotion were you feeling then? Nothing. I kept my face blank. What were you doing when it started? Jake asked me. I don't remember. I lied. Cassie cocked an eyebrow at me. Rachel, you were pulling up pictures of Jeremy Jason off the internet. So? I demanded. That's not something emotional. It was love! Marco crowed, drawing the word out. The deadly dangerous emotion of puppy love. Rachel was overcome by attraction, by desire, by intense, uncontrollable tiger-beat passion, and it- He was interrupted by the fact that I tried to grab him and choke him, but he dodged behind Axe. It turned her into a wild animal, Marco yapped on. Several wild animals, actually. She became the alligator of love! It's crocodile, Jake said, smirking in a most un-Jake-like way. And then suddenly, I realized a feather pattern began to appear on my skin. Bald eagle feathers. I groaned. You see? Axe said, noticing the beginning of the morph. Passions and emotions set off the allergic reaction. You must try to eliminate the emotions. How about if I just eliminate Marco? I growled. It's so perfect, Marco said. Mighty Xena has a weakness. Human emotion. She's a victim of love. Jake grabbed Marco's arm and squeezed tight. Marco, if you make her mad, she'll morph. And if she starts morphing, she might end up in full grizzly bear. Do you really want Rachel mad at you and in grizzly bear morph? Marco hesitated. He glanced at me. He bit his lip. I get your point, Jake. I think I'll just go watch Tobias eat his mouse. I was halfway feathered by the time I was able to reverse the morph. It took that long to calm down. Axe, tell Rachel whatever you can about this Hereth thing. Get her prepared. And Rachel, 
Until you are better, keep a very low profile. As in, don't go to school. And forget about this TV show you were going to do with Jeremy Jason. Visitor 3 knows we're on to Jeremy Jason. The Visitor will make him a controller immediately. Actor Boy has seen too much. They're probably investing him right now. But we still have to stop him. We can't have him speaking for the sharing. We could grab him, keep him locked up somewhere for three days, till the yurk in his head dies. I know we have to stop him, and we will. We'll just have to figure out some other way to get at him. He's probably going to start endorsing the sharing on the Barry and Cindy Sue show. Then he'll leave town, I argued. It's our last chance. They'll be on guard now. They'll be watching for us. We'll never get near that stupid yacht again. That show may be our last shot at him. Jake nodded. Could be. Could be we can't pull this off. Could be we'll have to forget about it. The good-natured smile evaporated. He gave me a cold look. Maybe you should have thought about all that, Rachel. You're the one who blew this mission today. You're the one who let Visitor 3 know we were on to Jeremy Jason. Next time, maybe you'll let the rest of us know when you're not in shape to handle a mission. I would have argued, if I could have. But everything he was saying was true. I glanced at Cassie. She was looking down at the ground, embarrassed. Axe made a point of aiming all four of his eyes away, like he was watching something fascinating far off in the distance. I couldn't see Tobias. He was still out in the tall grass. But he must have overheard, because he whispered to me, Hey, don't worry about it, Rachel. It's okay. No, it's not, I whispered. Hello, Phantomorphs. And thank you for listening to another episode of Audiomorphs, the Animorphs Auditory Experience. As always, this is your host, Daniel. Uh, thank you for tuning in for another week. We're just uh, making good old progress on this book. Uh, I have a new review from a new friend. Rai Rai on the radio uh, wrote a review says, So happy to have found this. Thanks for your work. Thank you, Rai Rai. I hope you enjoy your stay on this journey we're all taking together through all these books. I appreciate it. Ooh, starting to hear some fireworks go off. It is, of course, 4th of July. Uh, not so much a fan of this one. Feel like maybe America's done some not-so-great things, both past and present. And, you know, maybe not feeling super patriotic this year, but... Uh, for all of you that are barbecuing and doing the fireworks and all that jazz, you know, have a good one. I will see you here next week. Oh, before I forget, uh, theapocalypse.com. That is my website. So, see y'all. Have a good holiday. My name is Daniel, and I believe one day the Andalites will come. Until then, we fight.